0: Welcome to our Reach Next Generation podcast. I'm Grace Jeffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me with this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they have faced throughout their careers, how they overcame them and what tips they have for girls of my age. Today, my guest is Dr. Poonam Gupta, OBE, who is the Chief Executive Officer at PG Paper Company Limited. Poonam has won many awards, including Q- including EY Entrepreneur of the Year UK 2021 and the NatWest 2021 Every Woman Awards. Thanks for joining me today, Pupunam. Can we start by you telling us a bit about how you started your own business?
1: Uh, thank you for having me. And uh, I came to the UK back in 2002. I'm born and brought up in India, so I did my education in India as well. I came to West of Scotland having uh, married my husband and when I came over I started looking for a job and I couldn't find one because it was often said I was either overqualified for the positions I was applying for or I didn't have any experience in the UK so yeah I went and took a voluntary position with a chartered accountancy firm because I wanted to do something and not just sit about you know twiddling my thumbs yeah. And I started at that time playing around with various business ideas, starting from textiles to, you know, soldering wire, basically engineering goods. And then at that time, everybody was talking about recycling. And I started my research into recycling and what could it be like? And I felt I was onto something there. And that's how, you know, it took me 10 months of hard work and research. And then my first deal came through when I managed to convince a supplier to sell to me and a buyer in India to buy from me the goods that I had. And that's how the business started back in 2003. Hmm.
0: Well, when you were at school, did you know what you wanted to be or do? Or did that happen more later in life?
1: When I was in school, you know, things were constantly changing. I wanted to be so many things. I wanted to be a pilot. Then I wanted to be perhaps, you know, um, Yeah, I thought about being a businesswoman but I also wanted to be a civil servant. But then eventually I guess, you know, as I was growing up, I knew that, you know, I wanted to do something of my own and perhaps business is the right
0: thing for me. So I know you went to university, but how important do you think it actually is to go to university? I am a strong believer
1: in going to university, not just for the academic education, but I believe when you go to universities and you meet You know, it's a different kind of life than being in schools. And I think it gives you so much more confidence and, you know, make you kind of understand society a little bit better, make you a little bit more independent. So I'm a big believer in, you know, if you can definitely try and go to university.
0: So obviously we've all been hit by COVID with things just beginning to feel normal again. But how have you had to deal with the COVID-19 issues both personally and professionally? Well, COVID has been a big challenge,
1: you know, for everyone globally, both personally and professionally. If I talk personally, you know, people have had difficult time being in isolation, not meeting their loved ones and not being able able to travel as much, not being able to like do even some of their basic jobs. Some people who care for their elderly parents have found it particularly really hard with youngsters like yourself. You know, you like meeting your friends. And it can be very, very boring sitting at your home. So you all have come through those challenges. Professionally, you know, it has been really tough for mostly all businesses during COVID. You know, there have been so many issues. And now post-COVID also, there are issues with movement of goods and services, prices skyrocketing. I think these have been difficult times. But what one needs to do is stay focused and make keep making those important decisions that needs to be made to ensure everything is good.
0: Well, I know that you have won so many awards. Apart but apart from your OBE, which one are you most proud of?
1: Well, I recently got a doctorate and it was always my dream to do PhD. So when I got my doctorate in international business and marketing that like felt really good because it was my childhood dream.
0: So I know that you are a keen art collector. How long have you been collecting for and what are some of your favorite pieces? Well, I started collecting
1: art more basically to support various charities and I've been collecting art now for more than 15, 16 years. Oh. And some of my favorite pieces are um, the paintings that are owned by a very celebrated artist called Sacha Jaffrey. And in fact, they all have a story of why I bought them and what they are about. And those are, I would say, are uh, some of my favorite pieces. And then two years ago, a very uh, nice artist in London uh, basically gifted me two of the pieces he apparently made for me. And they're also my uh, favorite pieces now.
0: So I mentioned that you had an OBE earlier, but how did you feel when you found out that you have been awarded an OBE? I was totally surprised
1: it was not something that I ever planned for or expected I have always done everything that I do because I want to do it not really expecting anything in return so when I got my letter from the queen saying that you know I may be awarded an OBE I was absolutely delighted surprised shocked and humbled at the same time that you know somebody I mean I live in you know, a small area in Scotland and then somebody knew in London that, you know, perhaps uh, I was deserving of that honour and that, like, it was really such a nice feeling. Um, did you actually get to meet the Queen? I met Princess, I have met the Queen and I've met her at a garden party in Edinburgh, uh, but I got my award at Buckingham Palace uh, by Princess Anne. Ooh.
0: Well, the world is changing so much and so quickly. How, what do you think the world may look like for women in 10 years' time? I would hope that the world would look much more equal
1: for women and you know, girls in 10 years' time and that you know every girl would be able to pursue her dreams. And I hope that in, especially in developing countries, in poorer countries, women and children suffer so much. And I hope that, you know, they'll have better life and there wouldn't be as much poverty and they'll be educated and they'll be able to pursue their careers and live their dreams.
0: Of course. So throughout your career, have you had any mentors or have there been anyone that you particularly admired? I am
1: so many people, you know, some of my inspirations come from day to day life and some people. So, for example, growing up in India, I admired Mother Teresa. I don't know if you know much about her but she did so much work for people suffering from leprosy and I you know really admired her thinking that she was doing such a fantastic job so selflessly Mm. and then at that time the Prime Minister of India when I was growing up was also a woman and she's been the only ever Indian uh, woman Prime Minister and I felt really inspired by her as well (coughs) Um, I also feel inspired when I see some of my friends who are looking after a family and working in a profession and, you know, also looking after themselves. So my inspiration comes from everywhere.
0: Yeah. Well, over COVID, it's definitely been quite boring staying at home. Was there any hobbies or activities that you enjoyed doing to um, free up some of that spare time that you had? Well, funnily
1: enough, I don't have much spare time. Even during COVID, I was actually busier than before Hmm. because working from home means that, you know, I had to take a lot many phone calls, not just from the people outside of my company, but also working with my team. But whenever I have free time or whenever I have time, I generally like to read. So I just tend to pick up a random topic because I'm very curious by nature mm. and I'd keep reading on that topic till that curiosity is satisfied.
0: So what tips would you give girls when they start to think about their careers and their futures? Well um, if I'm you're talking about girls your age, uh, I guess you know it's at
1: your age it could be quite confusing as to what you want to be. So I'd say that, you know, focus on your education, you know, you do your sports, your hobbies, do your best, enjoy life to the fullest, because that's the best time of life, I believe. At least I remember my age being, you know, when I was your age, being one of the, my favorite times, just wild and enjoying life and still doing good at school. And, you know, think about, look around you, you know, see what you like, you know, what other people do, be curious Try and find out what do they do why do they do it why do they like doing it and i'm yes. sure over the years you'll keep changing your career you know options just the way i did it but eventually we all would know you know you'd know what you want to do and then pursue your dreams and try and do something that you enjoy because when you do something that you love it's not work
0: yeah so there's a lot of talk about pay quality generally How well do you think women are catching up with men's salaries and getting those top jobs?
1: Well, there is still a long way to go. There's a lot of talk about it, as you know, but that awareness is good because when we are aware, we want to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And um, in my own companies and my own businesses, I have absolutely no gender pay gap, which I feel really proud of. So Mm -hmm. imagine if we had more of us, that will change automatically. And if we talk more about this, then that should actually entice other companies and corporations to take an action as well.
0: Yeah. So I know that you are a part of many charities, but what appealed to you about certain charities that you now support? Well, um, I
1: have children myself, so obviously I'm really drawn towards children charities, especially the ones who are working in girl education Mm. and um, charities which are actually... Kind of teaching women enterprise. I like also working with animals, so I support a charity called the Elephant Family. It is just I feel you know what draws me towards them tends to be more kind of women, children, and animal-focused charities which um, I like to work with. But I also respond when there is a crisis situation. So for example, if some now people are coming asking for help with Ukraine and my people in my company, and we are trying to help them with our expertise to channelize
0: mm. whatever
1: aid they have collected to the right places in Ukraine. So it just depends.
0: Of course. Now, before we go, I have to ask, if you had met your previous self and you were, say, 10 years old now, do you think? what do you think that little version of you would have thought about you running this huge business now? Um. I think
1: I wouldn't change anything about myself even now when I was 10 years old. I was a free-spirited girl who was, you know, just enjoying life with her friends and also studying hard at school. I wouldn't say hard, but, you know, studying honestly at school. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if my 10-year-old self saw me today, I'm sure she would be very happy
0: but she would also say girl you can still do better <laughs> well I really enjoyed chatting with you today Punam. thank you so much and I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they're about to make in their careers keep listening to the Reach Next Generation podcasts as I talk to many more brilliant women you can find more information about us at reachnextgeneration.com And thank you to our sponsors Barclays Bank, Levi Strauss, Sage plc, Haynes Watts, and Ideal Standard.